Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, that you are always with us. And we just want to give you all the glory that you deserve. Father, I thank you that you are with us. I thank you, Lord, that you want to encourage hearts this morning. And Father, I want to pray that you would open every ear to hear what it is that you are saying. Lord, we commit this time to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning, everybody. Well, sure, that was beautiful. I just have a really short encouragement for you this morning. And, and before I share it, I, I really just want to ask you to open up your heart to hear what it is that the Lord is saying to you this morning. Because this, this encouragement that he placed on my heart this week, it's, it's, it's been something that's been stirring for quite some time. And um, so I actually went to read about it. And I'm going to tell you, I've been having a, a, a picture in my mind, a vision of Noah and Noah's ark. So... We all know the story of Noah and how Noah was instructed to build an ark because the Lord told him that he was going to send a flood. And um, that must have been quite daunting for Noah because, you know, a flood is, is something massive. And um, Noah didn't, didn't know about where the rain was going to come from because at, at, up until that point, water had just come from springs. And even though he didn't know, he obeyed. And he built the ark according to the way the Lord had told him to do it. And, you know, we know the story. And so I thought, well, let me go and read, read about the story. And as I read, as I was coming to the end of the chapter, and I'm going to highlight a specific verse to you now, something really stood out for me. So it wasn't so much about the dimensions of the ark and the, the specific instructions the Lord gave him. But just listen to this. I'm going to read from Genesis 7. And, and I'd actually like to encourage you, go and read the whole story. Read Genesis 6, read Genesis 7. But I'm going to highlight a particular verse to you. I'm going to read from Genesis 7, and I'm going to start from verse 13. The scripture is not going to be coming up on the, screen, so I, on the screen. So I really just want to encourage you just to hear what it is the Lord is saying. So from verse 13, it says, On the very same day, Noah and Noah's sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and Noah's wife, and the three wives of his sons with them entered the ark. Verse 14. They and every beast after its kind, all cattle after their kind, every creeping thing that creeps on the earth after its kind, and every bird after its kind, every bird of every sort. And they went into the ark to Noah two by two, of all flesh in which is the breath of life. Have a listen to verse 16. So those that entered, male and female, of all flesh, went in as God had commanded him, and the Lord shut him in. And in some translations, it actually says, the Lord sealed them in. And you know, when I read that, I just stopped and I thought about it. Yes, Noah obeyed everything that God had told him to do. But it wasn't the dimensions of the ark. It wasn't the type of wood he used that kept them safe. The very fact that God shut them in is what kept them safe. They were in him. And you know, the ark is actually seen as a type of Christ. When we are in him, we are, sa we are safe. And I was reminded of two other scriptures. The first one being in Acts 17 verse 28. It says, in him we live and move and have our being in him 
The other scripture is in Proverbs 18 verse 10. It says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to him and are kept safe. We are safe when we are in him. And some of you might be very familiar with Psalm 91, but I'd actually like to read that psalm to you. And perhaps wherever you're sitting, may I ask, you can even just close your eyes if you want to listen to Psalm 91. I'm going to emphasize the very first two verses, but I'm going to read the whole psalm, Psalm 91, and just emphasize a couple of scriptures. Just let the Lord minister to you as I'm reading this, because I'm, before I read it, I just feel that there might be some individuals that are feeling a little bit anxious at the moment. Perhaps there are things that are happening around you that are, that are making you fearful. And I feel like the Lord's saying, you are safe when you are in me. So as I read the scripture, won't you allow him just to bring his peace into your heart? Psalm 91. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the foulest snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers. And under his wings you will find refuge, and his faithfulness will be your shield and your rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you say, the Lord is my refuge, and you make the most high your dwelling, no harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. In him, we are safe. It's in him we live and move and have our being. We are safe under the shadow of his wing. And when I read this, I realize our confidence comes from being in him. And you know, you might ask yourself, well, how does that happen? It comes from being in that intimate relationship with him. When you're in intimate relationship with somebody, you know their heart. You know them. You know that they're going to keep you safe. Noah was so confident that he and his family would be kept safe in the ark because of the relationship he had with his heavenly father. And, you know, I'm reminded of that because um, I actually witnessed something at the beginning of this year. I'm also an educator, and at the beginning of the year, I was helping one of my colleagues um, with the grade ones. And because of the circumstances at the moment, the grade ones were not allowed to walk to the classroom with their parents. So we had set up a, um, a station um, um, on campus, and the grade ones arrived with their moms and their dads, and I stood watching. Moms and dads would prepare them to 
hand them over to their class teacher, somebody who they didn't know, and they had to walk a long path before they got to their classroom with somebody they didn't know. And I watched how mom and dad knelt down, looked them in the eyes and said, you've got this. I'm so proud of you. Well done. Some brought balloons. They affirmed them and they handed them over their teacher. And, and it was a bit difficult for some of them. And as they took a stranger's hand, they walked. It was incredible. Practically every single grade one child kept looking back to see if mom and dad were still there. And they were there. And mom and dad would affirm them. Some would clap and say, go, come on, you've got this. You've got this. And they would walk with a stranger until they could see mom and dad no more. And it was a couple of minutes because the teacher took them to their classroom, showed them around one by one, got them familiar with their surroundings. And then to watch their faces as they came around the corner. And what was the first thing they did? They came around the corner and they would look to see if their mom and dad were still there. And they were still there. And most of them ran, ran to either be thrown up into the air by dad or into the arms of mom or even granny and grandpa. It was a family affair. But to see the confidence as they ran and threw themselves into the arms of their father, because they knew that that's where they are safe. And can I just say to us, guys, we are safe when we are in him, in his arms. Our confidence comes when we know him and when we are in him. And I'm also just reminded of the story of David and Goliath. And I just think that's why David was so confident. He was confident because he knew his heavenly father. And you know, he was going to go face Goliath and the king tried to put his armor onto David. David put it on and it was all heavy and it was uncomfortable. And he said, no, I don't want this. And I, I just feel like there's some individuals I want to say to you, don't let man put their stuff on you. You know, yes, there are certain things that we put in place. And yes, Noah had to build the ark, you know, because God instructed him to do so. And yes, we have certain things in place. We might have a security company that looks after our home or an alarm. Or we might have medical insurance and whatever it is. Yes, it's not bad to have, have those things. But my question to you today is, where is your trust is it in that security company or is it in him? He is the one that keeps us safe. I can guarantee you that Noah's confidence was not in the fact that the ark was going to keep them safe. No, he knew that God had shut him in. God was his strength. God was their safe place. And I want to say to you today, if you are in him, you will be kept safe. Psalm 91 is a promise. It's a promise to you. You will be kept safe. Just like those little grade ones. Won't you throw yourself into the arms of your father this morning? That is my encouragement to you. I feel like the Lord is saying, I'm here. I'm waiting for you. You just have to throw yourself onto me. You will be safe when you are in him. Don't allow man's opinions to cause anxiety. Don't allow man to put their stuff on you. Look to your heavenly father keep your eyes fixed and focused on him how to see those little great ones coming around the corner won't you look look for your father he's right there run into his arms so as i pray now i'd like to pray for two groups of people and the first group i'd like to pray for is if you feel like you're far from the lord and just with everything that's happening lately i can understand why that can be the case I want to pray because your heavenly father has not left you. The word of God says that he, he will never leave you or never forsake you. He's been there every step of your journey. 
He's waiting with his arms wide open. So that's the first group I want to pray for. And then secondly, I just want to tell you a quick story. Um, I'm going to make myself a little vulnerable to you this morning. I was late this morning. The team had planned to be here at 7.30. And Rick left very early to, to get here to help set up. And for whatever reason, I overslept. And at about quarter to eight, one of my sons walked into the room and was like, Mom, Dad's trying to call you. And I shot out of bed and I realized I was supposed to be here at half past seven. And I quickly hopped in the shower, got dressed, getting ready. And as I was getting ready, I was praying and I said, Father, why did I oversleep? And I clearly felt Holy Spirit say something to me. So I believe there was a reason for that. And he said to me, some of my church are still asleep. And I just want to say, I feel like Holy Spirit's saying, he wants to wake up some people this morning. He wants to wake you up so that you don't miss that which he has for you. And I want to say, wake up, wake up. Father God is drawing you to that intimate place in your relationship with him. And I, I feel even if you're hearing this, maybe there's some people that you know brothers and sisters in Christ that are sleeping, I want to encourage you to pray for them to wake up in this hour. So that's the second group of people I'd like to pray for. I want to pray that the Lord would stir something up in our hearts and wake us up to what he is doing in this hour. So can we pray? I'm going to pray for that first group of people. And if that's you, just allow Holy Spirit where you're at. Because I really believe I can feel his presence right now. I believe he's going to come and meet you where you are at. He's going to touch your heart. And then we'll pray for the second group of people. Let's pray together. Thank you, Father. Father, I just want to thank you so much for your word. Lord, I want to thank you that you are with us, that you've promised us that you will never leave us or forsake us. Lord, I want to thank you that your word is so clear that it says that it's in you, Lord, that we live and move and have our being. Father, I want to thank you that your word says that we are safe in you, that we will be safe under the shadow of your wing. Father, I pray for those that feel far from you this morning. Lord, that you would come and meet them where they're at. And right now where you are, where you're sitting, wherever you're sitting, just turn your heart towards him. He's right there. As you cry out to him now in your heart, he hears you and he will meet you. So Father, thank you that you come and you meet those individuals where they're at. I actually see somebody crying right now. It's a lady, I see you crying and I want you to know the Lord is saying, I see every tear that you've cried. You are not alone. The enemy has wanted you to believe that you are alone and I, I want you to know today you are not alone. Father, thank you right now that you put your arms around that individual. You love them, Father, so much. In fact, I feel like Father wants you to know that he adores you. I adore you, my daughter. I adore you. You are safe. No, you have not been overlooked. I see you and heaven celebrates you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, that you encourage hearts. Thank you, Lord, that we are safe in you. Despite what's happening around us in the world, we are safe in you. Thank you, Lord. 
And Father, I just want to pray for those of us who've been asleep. Lord, forgive us. Forgive us, Lord, for sleeping. Thank you, Father, that you wake us up. Wake us up in this hour, Lord. Wake us up to hear what it is you are saying to us, Father, so that we can be your hands and we can be your feet to bring encouragement to this world, Lord. Stir up our hearts, Father. We ask us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Sure. He loves you. He adores you. You are safe in him. And we're going to play a, a worship song now. I just felt to play this. And I'm going to ask you just to, there are lyrics, so if you want to follow along, you can. But really allow this to be a prayer. Allow Father to minister this to your heart. And if it's something that you're struggling to believe, this worship song is based on Psalm 91. I'm asking you to bring your heart before him. If you've fallen asleep and you feel like you need Holy Spirit to wake you up, allow this Worship song just to wash over you. Cry out to him. He's right there. He's right there with you. Allow him to minister to you. In Jesus' name.
Yeah. Lord Jesus, we thank you that indeed you are our safe refuge, that you are the place that we can run to, that you're our tower of strength, Lord God, and that that we can really be safe under your wings. These are all big statements, but what they mean, Lord Jesus, is that you are near. And that, Father, that we can come to you, and when we come to you, Lord Jesus, that you will draw in. Like Miss shared, that, that, that grade one running, that you're the dad that just wants to just gobble us up in a big embrace and pick us up and say, well done, you're so brave. You made it through your first day, well done. And we thank you, Lord, that you are faithful to do that. And this morning, Lord, as, as people have, have really committed that to you, I thank you, Lord God, that you are faithful to pick them up and give them that embrace and the encouragement, Lord Jesus, and the instruction to follow through. We just thank you for that, Lord Jesus. And we, we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. So this morning, as we've now shared as parents, some of you might have had a really amazing word from God. I want to talk to the kids and maybe some parents as well, because... You know, it's good to share these things. But I had an analogy this morning, and then this is kind of like you. You see this cool, happy little, this little tennis ball, and most of us go through life, and we can kind of enjoy our life, and we can get on with it, and we can, we can do our thing. But we want Jesus to be part of our life. And so I'm sure David was, you know, kind of cruising around, and he was in, in the fields, and he was doing his thing. But he needed Jesus, and so so many of us want to have Jesus, and so we we meet Jesus. Okay, Jesus isn't a golf ball, but this is this repre- uh, re- represents him. And so often we want to put Jesus, and we want to attach him to our lives, and so maybe we'll take something. And I've used plastic here. We, we attach it to Jesus, and maybe we think maybe we must improve our prayer life. Maybe we should be get better at praying, kids. Like maybe we should pray not just at breakfast, lunch, and supper. Maybe we should pray on our way to school or something, you know? So we, we kind of, we're like, cool, we're going we're gonna to hang out with Jesus, and we, and we stick ourselves to Jesus. And we pray, and we do the right thing, and we pray, and, and it's, it's, it's going well. And we get in the car, and we're with our mom and our dad, and we, we're cruising to school, and we're like, oh, thank you, Jesus, for my day, and I pray, Lord, that I have a good day. And we get to school, and we have to put on our mask and check our temperatures, and, and suddenly we start to feel a little rattled. And so we get into our day, and, and as, as our first challenge of our day comes, oh dear, suddenly we feel like we've been separated from Jesus because our glue didn't work. So maybe we go home and we're like, okay, well, glue didn't work. So, so maybe, no, that won't work either. So, so maybe I'll do something else. Maybe, maybe I'll try and be like my mom and my dad. Maybe I'll try and be as godly as them, and I'll read my Bible, and, and I'll do all those things. And so we try and do another thing to get Jesus to, to attach onto us. And so we, we, we tape ourselves up to Jesus. And it feels for a moment that we really are close to Jesus. See, we're taped together. I mean, we could never come apart. I've read my Bible today and, and I've prayed and, and I feel like I'm really close to Jesus. I feel like I, I really, we can do this. Jesus and I, we can do it together. And so we head off to school again on our second day, and we get to school, and, and suddenly we get our assessments back, and maybe our mark wasn't as good as we'd hoped, and we prayed about it, and so let's see. And we've come apart again. And so now I have, I'm not sure what to do anymore. But I want to encourage us kids and parents is that the only way we can truly be with God is that 
if we take God and we don't just tape him to ourselves with things that we can do or things that we can say or trying to be like somebody else, but when we open up our hearts and we truly open up our hearts and we ask Jesus to come into our lives and to be part of us, then we are safe in him and he is safe in us. And no matter what challenge we go through, Jesus doesn't come away from us. He doesn't come apart from us. He's permanently in us. And we can face every single trial and every single thing because we're safe in him and he is in us. And so this morning, if that's you and you're like, I don't want to be two parts. I want to be one part with Jesus and Jesus is in my heart and he's living in me and I'm safe in him and I can have a relationship with you. I want you to pray with me. I want you to maybe pray with your mom and your dad because I think that's going to be the coolest way for us to ask Jesus to be in us in all that we do. So Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for these brave kids. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for these brave parents. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you've, you've invited us to live with you and for you to be inside of our hearts. And so that, Father God, no matter what we face, we know that you are in us and that we are safe. And Father God, that we can face any trial with you in us and with us. I thank you, Father God, that it's not, it's not about what we do. It's about, it's about you being in us and that relationship. Out of that, Lord, we want to spend time with you. We want to pray. We want to read our Bibles. We want to tell people about you because you're in us and you're the best part of us. And we thank you, Lord, that this time we can have that, Lord, and we can feel safe knowing that that relationship is with you and in you. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, kids, if you want to pray with any of us or more than your parents, we want to encourage you to do that. So grab a WhatsApp, send us a WhatsApp, and one of us will give you a, give you a call and say, hey, listen, you wanted Jesus to be in your heart? That's brave, and we want to pray with you, encourage you. So we thank you for that. Now, this morning, we've had a few prayer requests come in, so I've asked Matt and Mish to, to come, and we're going to pray for them. Because this is what the church does. We, we rally together and we pray together and we trust God to answer the prayers of the saints. And so we're just going to share some of the prayer requests that have come through this morning and we're going to pray for them. I want to encourage you to pray with us wherever you are. Matt, maybe you want to start. Yeah, I want to. I want to say that was an amazing analogy. <laughs> and I don't know if you know this, but uh, at our life group, the one day we were talking about the parents in the church and apparently they are levels to cool parents and uh. you and Katie are right there at the top. <laughs> I know why now. <laughs> yeah, so thank you very much for interacting with us on, on our social media platforms. Like I said at the beginning, we, we're just so filled with faith this morning and um, we, we just want to believe that God is going to do a mighty work. I have a prayer request here for, for health and if that is you, um, and you've got some sort of ailment, some sort of sickness in your body, if there's something you've been battling with for a long time, um, I just want you to, to just lift up your, your faith this morning with us, and I am going to pray. If you're there with, in the same room with, with maybe a family member, maybe ma it's mom, maybe it's dad, or there's someone in your family that may not be present at the, at right now that you, you know is battling with some sort, sort of um, sickness, I want you just to, to bring them before the Lord. If, if you're comfortable, I'd like you just to try and lay hands and let us pray. Father, thank you that you are our healer. 
that, Father, we believe that you are Jehovah Rapha, Lord, you are able to heal any disease, any infirmity, any virus, any infection. Um, Father, anything, Lord, that is within our bodies right now that is holding your children down. Father, we plead the blood of Jesus, the healing blood of Jesus. Your word teaches us, Lord, that by your stripes we are healed. So, Father, we are bringing this prayer request before you, Lord, and we pray, Lord, that a miraculous act of healing, Father, may happen right now in the name of Jesus. I pray, Almighty Father, for faith, faith to rise up, Father, faith to rise up as we lift up these people, Lord, in our homes. We're just praying, Lord God, that you will come through for us. And we're praying for testimonies, testimonies of how, Father, you have restored health. Father, I pray, Lord, even if there, there, there is some, some, some sort of... Um, I'm seeing in 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 my in in my heart now, Father. There might be someone out there that you you've got a pain in your body, something that has happened in your body, and you you are not able to function normally. Uh, I, I I can't tell if it's you can't walk properly, or there's something that almost feels like your your body is being crippled. Father, we pray. Father, you we have examples, multiple examples. Lord Jesus, you made the lame walk. Father, you made the blind see. Father, you made the deaf hear. Father, you made even the mute speak. And so, Father, we are praying that same anointing, that same healing power in the name of Jesus this morning. That, Father, they, your glory may be given to your name because you indeed, O oh God, are our healer. Amen. Yeah, I just want to pray straight from that because the prayer request that I have is for a couple who has been through an IVF process and um, really trusting two embryos were planted and, and really just trusting for that. And I believe as Matt just prayed with healing, I just want to echo that prayer for you. But as Matt was praying, I, I, was, I was carrying you in my heart and I, I just feel like um, I almost want to ask you to take a deep breath, to breathe in and out because your heavenly father's got this. Okay, and I, I just, I feel like the enemy's trying to grip you with fear, and I just come against that in Jesus' name. So I'm going to pray with you right now, and if that is you, um, we are standing in agreement for you. I feel Holy Spirit here right now, um, and he's got this. You need to know. Let's pray. So Father, I just uplift this precious couple to you. Lord, I want to thank you that right now, even as they breathe in and breathe out, Lord, they will know that you've got this. Father, I speak healing into this precious lady's body, if that's what's needed, Father. I thank you, Lord, that as these embryos have been planted, Lord, you will do what needs to be done. I just feel like you need to know that the Lord is in control now. So, Father, thank you that you go ahead. Thank you, Lord, that you're the one who brings life. So we speak divine protection over her body at this time, Lord. And we trust you, Father. We trust you, Lord. I feel like the Lord's saying just you need to let go of trying. Let go. He's got this. I thank you for that, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Mesh. I think uh, it's so wonderful to actually have received these prayer requests. I think it's great that people are wanting to, to be vulnerable and saying, God, look, I need your help. And He is our help. In times of He is our help, we heard in that song, He's our strong refuge, our tower of strength. And so this morning, one of the prayer requests that came to you was for business and for trusting God for sales within the business. I'm sure there's a few people out there, but this was a particular one. And so if you're in business and you're finding it slow or difficult or almost impossible, I want to encourage you right now and that our God owns the cattle on a thousand hills. 
he made the stars, he made the heaven, he has, he created the universe. And so I ask, I'm going to ask him for, for his provision and his guidance upon you, also for his integrity and his wisdom as you, as you lead your business. So Father, I thank you, Lord, for every business that is represented and listened to here. I pray, Father God, just that they would see you, Lord, as the, as the CEO of their business. That, Father God, they would submit themselves to your ways, to your teaching, and to your guidance. I thank you, Father, for integrity amongst these businessmen and women. I thank you, Father God, that the businesses here would, would seek to glorify you. And, Father God, in doing so, Father, we thank you, Lord, that your provision and your, your, your plans would come, come to pass in their businesses, in their lives, and in the families that they serve and service. We thank you for that, Lord Jesus. I just pray, Father God, even Lord Jesus, for just amazing inspiration. Um, we thank you, Father, that these businessmen and women would, would really be a light on a hilltop um, for, the, for, the, for the community around them. We thank you for them. I pray even for renewed hope uh, right now for some businessmen and women who in the natural are seeing calamity. But I thank you, Father God, that they can trust you. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Over to you. What amazing moment we've had this morning, church. Um, we're just praying that everyone is going to be blessed. This week, I want to encourage you. We've got small groups all over the Helderberg area. If you've not been plugged in, if you've not been uh, meeting up with friends and family, I want to encourage you this week, try and phone someone, uh, try and... You know, just connect with someone this week. If you still have a prayer request maybe that we didn't get through to, um, our WhatsApp line number is still on the screen. Please get in touch with us. We've got a, a team of, of people who just have a heart for prayer, who will just stand with you in prayer and who will believe, you know, that God will come through for you. As, as we end off this, this, this amazing service, I pray that you've been blessed. I pray that, you know, uh, just God has, has, has just manifested himself to you. I, I just want to close with a scripture from the book of First Thessalonians, and this is Paul sort of closing off his letters, and he says to the saints, may God himself, may God himself, the God of peace, you know, the peace that surpasses all understanding. May he sanctify you through and through. I pray that this week we will be sanctified. We will draw closer to him. We will be just enveloped by his presence. He says, may God himself, the God of peace, may he sanctify you through and through. And may your whole bodies, your souls, and your spirits, may they be kept blameless till the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. We love you and God bless.